Your neighborhood gives me the creeps. Your neighborhood gives me the podcast turned into very quickly. Uh, the 12-year-olds and all of us came right out. So I'm Adam Seltzer. With me, of course, is uh, Hector. Hello, Hector Reyes at your service. And today we're joined by Susan Sherman, who I understand is now part corpse. Yeah, actually, uh, what uh, Hector had coined me as a, a cyborg. <laughs> like the zombie equivalent of a cyborg. Right. Yeah. So, so what, what, happened, what happened, Susan? Um, well, this past Monday was May 19th, and that marked the year anniversary of when I went into, um, I went into anaphylaxic shock mm. from having um, a CT scan, and I was allergic to the dye, and I didn't know it at the time. And uh, when they had injected me with the CT dye, I um, obviously went into anaphylaxic shock. My heart had stopped. Uh, they intubated me right away, so I was on life support. Um, my heart flatlined for eight minutes, and then they put me to the paddle, and then after 45 minutes, they eventually got my heart beating on its own. And then about six hours later, I was taken off life support, and I'm fine yeah, from right. the whole ordeal, but yeah. never yeah. to and, have and you're, CT And you're actually part cadaver in the yeah. cadaver now, too. Yeah, three weeks ago, I had... Uh, um, ACDF, which is anterior anterior cervical discectomy fusion, and uh, what that is is they um, take out they had taken out two discs in my cervical neck spine um, and replaced it with cadaver like a polymer made out of cadaver bone and secured it with a plate and screws. So yes, I do have cadaver bones. So that do you, did you, once they put it in, do you find yourself like craving brains all the time? Brains. <laughs> yeah. okay. don't, don't do. She's sitting right next to me. Right? Brains. Uh, so you see, because there is still a market for grave robbing, and uh, we're gonna go head out to uh, Rose Hill Cemetery and uh, check out, see if there are so where we were able to uh, check out and see if there are any good candidates. Coming soon. <laughs> all right, here we go. That's Charles Holt? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it might be Charles Holt. Is it? Yeah. All right, well, this is a good, good place. Yeah. Well, that's a good good way to open up. Yeah. All right, welcome once again to Chicago Unbelievable. Today we're on another cemetery safari, and we are right at the grave of Charles Hull of Hull House. You know, I remember we did a podcast there a long time ago. Uh, here's Charles Hull, Melison Hull, his wife, thought to be the white lady of Hull House, or the woman in the old-fashioned wrestling dress that scared Jane Addams and her wife. Uh, Charles M. Hull, his son, I guess. I didn't know he had a son. I, he, I did know he had a son named Charles. Um, 
1866, quite possibly would have died in the house. Uh, Louise K. Hull, I believe, died some... She might have died there as well, but I don't... No, they was, it wasn't built yet, and then... And Frederica Hull died someplace else altogether. Also, we've got Robert Hull and Algernon S. Loomis. Died, died 1847, age of 23. I know Loomis was uh, Mellison's maiden name, I believe. They got a nice little statue of Charles Hull here. We walked up, there was a robin on its head. Yeah, this makes um, perfect sense. Helen, Helen Culver's uh, marker is over here. Helen Culver was the woman uh, who is his housekeeper slash cousin that he surprised everybody by leaving all of his money to. <laughs> Uh, it was like it was like you see those things in movies where the whole all the relatives have gathered around for the reading of the will, and it never happens like that in real life. And it actually did with Charles Hall, and everybody was like horrified to find out he'd left everything to Helen Culver, who was the one who gave the house over to Jane Adams. Um, what was she in relation to him? I'm sorry. I believe she was his cousin. She was. She also worked as his housekeeper, and was rumored. To, they were rumored to be more than friends, possibly by jealous relatives. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one of those uh, brother-sister relationships. That yeah. Like, oh, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. No one must, must ever know about our secret. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, but yeah, Charles has a nice spot right here by the gate. He would have been, he would have, uh, well, it, the, the cemetery was well underway by the time he was, by the time he died. This place uh, started about the 1850s. Uh, I think Baron said Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's Mellison right there. It took me for the longest time. I didn't just come out here. It took me the longest time initially to find what her name was. We've always talked about Mrs. Hull haunting the place at Hull House. Mellison. Yeah, I think he, he called her Millie half the time, which is kind of a waste. I'm called her but, Scent. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, baby? Yeah. Oh, did you guys, so while we're talking about tombs, have you guys heard the news about uh, James Garfield's tomb nope. in the past couple of weeks? Somebody broke into President Garfield's tomb in, in, in Cleveland and stole a dozen commemorative spoons. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the look on Hector's face for that one. That's Dozen not, commem- not not valuable ones. I bought one off eBay for three dollars. They're just basic Garfield commemorative spoons that happen to be on display in the tomb for some reason. That is the most hipster crime I've yeah. ever made in my life. It's like, well, you know, you don't expect pre- zombie Garfield to be eating people's brains with his fingers, do you? Nah, not at all. <laughs> he's got to have some spoons. Yeah, he's got to have. A well, here's the well, here's the heck of it. One of his his assassin was a Chicago guy named Charles Gatol, who Gatol, <laughs> who sort of failed his way through life. He's the guy who used his hanging to launch his singing career. Sang a song he had written for the occasion called I Am Going to the Lordy, which sucks just as hard as it sounds like it does. Oh, yeah. And it, but, was, it was put to music, and it was in a musical. Assassins. Yeah, it was in Sin Assassins. Yeah. Um, yeah, he actually sang it on the scaffold. It goes on a lot more verses than I think they I think they thought anybody could handle in the musical. Maybe they just cut him off in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to the... <laughs> yeah. Oh, when I so go pleasant. to the Lord, <laughs> um, he's a presidential assassin. We can say mean things about him when we feel like. But anyway, one of the, he failed his way through life. Uh, one of the things he failed at was joining a free love colony. He uh, moved to New York, joined a free love sect called the Onita Colony. Um, and they're still around now, but they, they they dropped the free love thing in the religious angles years ago, and now they're just in manufacturing. You know what they manufacture? What spoons. There's got to be a connection here. Okay, seriously, that's the most hipster crime ever. (laughs) (laughs) It's too ironic. (laughs) 
Now this is also uh, well interesting. Rose Hill history. Originally, it was a. Uh, it should have been Roe R O E S apostrophe S. Uh, the place was owned by a guy named Hiram Roe, who said we could only have this land if it was named after him. But due to a clerical error, it came out to be Rose Hill, like the flower. Totally a clerical error. Now this is also quite possibly uh, the site of Chicago's uh, main known case of vampirism. As this was a thing where it was kind of an old folk belief up through the 19th century. It kind of died out around the turn of the 20th century. Um, that people who were dying of tuberculosis, consumption they called it then, um, they didn't understand infectious disease well enough. If multiple people were getting it, there was like a folk belief that the first person who died of it was sucking the life out of everybody else. Okay. Um, was sucking the life out of everybody else from beyond the grave. And now and then they would like dig up the first person and set fire to their heart. To try to stop the tuberculosis. Not the, not the body. Just yeah, the just the heart. Sometimes the lungs. It's amazing how, um, that, how that comes up, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you get desperate. Mm-hmm. And, but in any case, it is known to have happened once in Chicago. We have absolutely no details about it. But it was mentioned in, like, the mid-1860s. A doctor told another doctor about it. We do know, though, that that doctor's name appears on the list of original trustees for Rose Hill Cemetery. Mm, coincidentally so enough. could be that's why he know why he knew about it because it had happened here, or it could be he had heard about it and that's why he thought we should start a more former cemetery than the one that was uh, where Lincoln Park is now. <laughs> so it could go either way, but not a lot of information has yet been found on that. So we're still working on some of these things. What is what? Let's go see. Oh, the big white marble thing? Is that the? Is that like where uh, the shed mausoleum? Yeah, looks like it. I think it is. Yeah, off in the distance, there's this uh, big white pillar thing. It looks like a very small water tower. Hold on, I'm going to take a picture of it. Yeah. I've relegated myself to a photographer. Aha. keep disappearing on me. What's going on? I'm right here. Okay. <laughs> yep. uh, those of you listening in, this is Susan Sherman joining us Hi today. Uh, Susan was actually present the time that I was in the uh, Murder Castle basement, the basement beneath the post office that shares some of the footprint of the Holmes Murder Castle. So those of you who think that it was just, uh, she was the only other person within about 100 feet when that little girl's voice was recorded. And I don't sing. Okay. That was my, <laughs> first, that was my first thing was I wrote yeah. was immediately I emailed Sherman and said, hey, is this you? Um, I just found out there's some people all over YouTube making all kinds of comments about that recording. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's not like it wouldn't have been easy for me to fake the thing. Yeah. What's, what, kind of, what song was playing? I don't remember. It, was, it just sounds like, sorry, beefalo. <laughs> or, well, that, my favorite interpretation lately is somebody says it sounds like she's saying, Barry Manilow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I don't make grand claims about these things when I get a weird recording. <laughs> That's just not how I roll. But they're interesting. But they're, they're it's yeah, cool. They're That's what I always yeah, say. There's I no such it. there's no such thing as good ghost evidence. There's yeah. only cool ghost evidence. Right. It's enough for me if it's cool sometimes. <laughs> it's always and, enough for you if it's cool. Oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm not gonna make a grand claim that this is proof of the afterlife or yeah. anything. <laughs> Bed silence. <laughs> <laughs> as we approach Oscar Dewey's grave. <laughs> Oscar Meyer's out here someplace. Yes, he is. I've uh, heard rumors about Oscar Meyer Wienermobiles coming here for a cookout. Uh, it's not a rumor. I've, I've, well, I've actually had. A, I mentioned it on one of my tours. Sometimes somebody immediately uh, like fact checked me. They fo- telephoned a friend of theirs who uh, works for Oscar Meyer who debunked the whole thing. Really? So maybe he just is, didn't know about it. Or, or yeah, because it's a huge picnic. It's a to do. 
All right, this big white marble thing is the Harris Monument. It's just a monument. Let's see if we can see inside. Yeah, it does. It looks like a miniature version of the shed. I know shed's out here someplace. See what we can see at the inside of this thing. Is that a sarcophagus? No, it's just a... Um, Somebody left a ladder in there. On the inside of this, yeah, there's just like this uh, a pit and a ladder leading down. There's a ladder leading down inside of the tomb here. Heck. Listen for the fire and brimstone. Yeah. <laughs> Got a picture of the ladder going down here. What we got here, it's a very large place. I gotta find out who's in there. Yeah. It doesn't look like a penis at all. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I was joking about that. See, right, we well. Most of the cemeteries we go to, everything's phallic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you see a lot. Actually, somewhere around here is also Long John Wentworth, who has the tallest one. <laughs> that specifically, because without a name on it, specific, without any information, specifically because he thought if people saw the biggest, most phallic-looking thing and it said Wentworth on it, they'd go straight to the library to find out all about this Wentworth guy. That's but, uh, well, there's a big obelisk over here. Maybe it's that one. Let's go find out, shall we? Yeah, that's a big tall one. Oh, they have their married date on there. Is that their death date? <laughs> that's a real so haunted mansion. Money. Yeah, that's Come a on, that's, that's a haunted mansion joke. Is what that is. Yeah. Um. By the way, is this supposed to be meant for, meant to be for garbage? Yeah. There's this uh this thing here. I don't. It doesn't look like a tomb specifically. Yeah. No, no, it's not. There's like markers like that all over the place, oh, yeah, but so I probably... don't think they're supposed to be for garbage. Oh. The thing in front of us says Chambers Farwell. I thought it said Chambers Farewell <laughs> for a second there. Yeah. You and I are scary sometimes. Yeah. Cat spit in cemeteries. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I, I'm not a person who believes in luck, but after I, after that whole job, piece of coal incident, yeah, <laughs> I do believe in curses. Yeah, so I always tell people I don't believe in luck. Well, I believe in bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty tall one. Yeah, there's a bunch of really tall ones around here. Uh, this one, oh no, 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 that one's taller. I think so? I can't really yeah. triangulate from here like that well. It looks like a tree trunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are many very, very tall ones out here. Uh, what do you want? Yeah. This massive one is the Torrance Monument. Joseph T. Torrance. And Elizabeth Torrance. I'm going to go ahead and point out that uh, not only do we have this massive flower-looking thing, but even the name markers are gigantic. Yeah. This is a person who had a huge, huge ego. Uh-huh. <laughs> And by ego, I mean he just threw out a mask. Hey, why don't you stand right by it for uh, size? All right. Posing for the picture here. This is in you in relation to everything. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> uh-huh. Makes you feel so small and insignificant. Yeah. Next to somebody with such a massive obelisk for a grave marker. And dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one advantage I got over you, buddy. You're dead. Uh-huh. <laughs>
Uh, such a nice day today. We had such a rough winter. And now it's suddenly warm out again. And it's not hot. It's no, it's not warm. hot. It's like, actually spring. Like when uh, Aaron Pischke and I went to the Graceland Cemetery. And then when Ray and I went to Graceland, it was freezing. Christ Johnson. <laughs> I'm 12. <laughs> And it's not even a monopoly. Christ, yeah, Christ, now Christ Johnson is like a comedy character waiting to happen. I am looking up the Harris Mausoleum. Long <laughs> John? Banker Norman W. Harris lies beneath the floor of Roseville's largest private mausoleum. Oh, Jesus, that's all the way on the other side of the Yeah, but that's, that's, the, that's the guy we were just looking at, at the, uh, the big marble one. The mausoleum appeared in a short film version of H.P. Lovecraft's The Outsider as the first thing the narrator sees after he emerges from the underworld. Well, I might as well start uh, this one off. Uh, I'm sure you heard about the Shadow Man of... Uh of Rose Hill Cemetery. Uh, one of our ghosts. Yeah. Well, I've actually seen what I thought was a shadow man one night. Really? What happened was I uh, I did something horrible. I sneaked into the cemetery with a friend of mine who was going through a crisis of faith. And she wanted to go inside a cemetery to see if she sees ghosts. And this was right in the middle where you and I were in the middle of... Uh, when we were uh, first doing tours? Yeah, when we were first doing tours. All right. For a certain company. Uh -huh. And... Um, we walked in this na the area, and I was looking around to make sure there was nobody, you know, watching. And I was telling her the story that you had told me about the Shadow Man, that he was exercised from the main building. They don't know where he came from, and they don't know where he went. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know either. Yeah. It's not the kind of story I tend to believe in. But, 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 but what happened was, I keep saying what it happened. Well, hold, hold on, there's a person here named Lydia B. Dropsy. No, gro Cropsy. Either way, it's good. Yeah, it's a great All right, I'll take She's right now. next to... Uh, Right near Pearl Mae Johnson, Mathilda Anderson, Anna Neeb, Ellen Johnson, Gora Johnson, Axel Johnson. Well, there's there's that, but there's there's such great names, man. Damn it, Adam. You interrupted my Shadow Man story uh, sorry, to make a dirty but, joke. That's what you're saying. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Some of these names oh just my God, Lydia Adam. Cropsy. You can't drop past that up. Uh, Lydia oh, Cropsy. That's a dirty joke. I'm angry with you now. All right. So. So. Also, innocent uh, Imogene Holmes. Yeah, and yeah. Not, to, not to mention Peck. Because we're still doing dirty jokes. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a horrible human being. I'm burning up. So no, we were in the middle. We were in the cemetery. She says, "Can you see any ghosts?" And I'm like, "I don't see anything." I look up at a tree and I see what looks like a man, like on the tree on one of the branches, looking down. Yeah. And I was like, uh, "Is that a dude?" Then I saw what I only described like a wisp of smoke. Uh -huh. come down from the tree where the man was and like standing next to the tree was a guy and I looked at her she didn't see it at the time and I go we gotta go yeah. and she's like why I go we just gotta go I turned back around it was gone I was like I don't want to be around for this one 
Because my understanding of Shadowman is you're not exactly nice guys. I, I hear that. You know, it's not like they ever sit down for an interview, though. So That's true. But I've actually been to a couple websites where they describe the different types of Shadowman. That yeah. Are there, that I don't know. This kind of websites are the ones that I read and say, I know, let's be adults for a minute here. But... <laughs> <laughs> This is coming from me, too. <laughs> yeah, this guy, the guy who is rubbing. Oh, no, this has got to be a picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> B.E. Sunny no, is the name we've come to. It. Right behind it is Goodman. <laughs> then Strawbridge, which sounds like a bad idea. Would you cross a bridge made out of straw? Yes. <laughs> you want to know why I would? Why? Because it's not a Johnson joke. That's what <laughs> I was looking at the names to see if there was any. Now, India, Sunny would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> no, it is India Sunny. Yeah. India. India Weasley. Weasley Sunny. Washley. Washley. Sunny. Yeah, I, I, no, I died in 1945. And then, wow, this, look at the small graveyard markers. Yeah, there's some very small ones over there yeah, that have uh, worn away. Those yeah. Are, those are or they could just have worn away. Huh? Huh? Yeah. I could kill you. I could kill you without. <laughs> and at the same time, I love you. I don't understand that. Right? Well. <laughs> you're like family. That's what it is. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it is, man. That's what you're like. Family. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had thought of it first. <laughs> in a big pile of skeleton leaves, in a pimp's up hat. Still haven't seen the giant phallus yet? Yeah, I still haven't seen old Long John's Long John. <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's our goal today. To find, yeah, to, to find, find Long John's Long John. Yeah. And it's supposed to be around here, right? I'm not really sure mausoleum? where it is. This is the massive mausoleum. So. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a long john at the massive mausoleum. <laughs> this is just getting better and better. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to lie, this is probably the dirtiest podcast we've ever done. Yeah, we haven't even actually sworn or anything either. Yeah, that's the best yeah. part about but. it. <laughs> there's a 12-year-old tr- in all of us who passed the age of 12. <laughs> Unfortunately, mine is on the outside. Right. <laughs> Alright, so this is the Stumer. Uh, by the way, guys, um, to our listeners, we're over right now near the western entrance yeah. of the mausoleum of the uh, cemetery. So if you guys want to go in and just check out the large mausoleum, it's on the western entrance. Yeah, we came in on the Ravenwood side. Which is the east side. Van Helsing, and there's also Van Ness. Van Ness. Yeah, there's Van Ness and Seth Ness. <laughs> and of course, the world's famous Loch Ness. Aha. Thank you. I love that joke. It's terrible. Yeah. Say, mausoleum. I think you can go outside today. You want to? Yeah, we definitely, definitely want to go inside the mausoleum. Long after daylight is gone, there are cackles and screams that come back in my dreams of the girl who is all the wrong. The neighborhood gives me the creep. Your neighborhood gives me the creep. 
All right, we have just exited the mausoleum. Uh, it said there was a big, a lot of no recording things in there, so we decided to respect that. Uh, we found uh, John Shedd's uh, mausoleum, which is this massive stained glass thing that looks like something off of the back of Led Zeppelin IV. Uh-huh. There's a dude holding, like, a sword and a torch with a key around his neck, all dressed up in a hooded robe. R -M Iron Man. That's Black Sabbath, uh -oh. Hector. I know. <laughs> I did it, and I was like, yeah, I did that badly, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. You, you, you guys can make fun of me now, too. It's okay. Yeah. Long John Wentworth. Wentworth. And Mr. Wentworth, I understand that you want a obelisk uh, built? Yeah, I'm looking for one that's about this tall. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Wentworth, um, this says 613 feet. Well, it's a it's an accurate representation of... Uh, I don't want to hear anymore, sir. <laughs> um, well, we can't build that. It's actually physically impossible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, can we have, a, like, a drawing to go by? Well, I'll tell you yeah. what I'm going to do for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Zippers weren't invented yet. See, now, this is what I want a representation of. So, <laughs> 613 feet is actually not an accurate representation. Uh, more like 25 feet. <laughs> oh, that's it, sir. We're looking at it. Well, I guess. Can he be the tallest... I did that. Yeah, you did. Well, <laughs> I did that, and you didn't stop me. Yeah, this was the guy who went and like literally tore down several brothels limb from limb, literally. Wait, what? Yeah, we well, used to have the, the neighborhood, the Sands, which was uh, like about where the, the tour bus picks people up now, up in River North. And that was the first place where, he, like, literally, he like led the destruction of the Sands. He like led people out there with like big hooks and like to tear down all the buildings. Limb from limb. Limb from limb. Beam from beam. Yeah. It said friend Mildred Herman, oh. and each one was a different last name. Friend Mildred Herman. <laughs> friend Mildred Herman. All right, let's all go home and friend Mildred Herman. Yes. <laughs> so you're you're fitting in just fine. It's gonna go yeah. Point that out. <laughs> you, you get the gist of how this podcast yes. works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait till you meet Aaron. Aaron is hilarious. <laughs> you add her to the mix, and this is wrong. Spry. I suppose where Aunt Jenny's buried? Yeah. Aunt Jenny from the Spry commercials? Walk away now. Yeah. Walk away now. <laughs> Milton Kirk. Captain Kirk's great, 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 great grandfather. There's... We didn't visit any of the special markers. Like, uh, there's one that way that's covered in plexiglass. Yeah, the, the famous girl in the glass. Not to be confused with the similar one over at, uh, at Graceland. Yeah, the one over there is made of salt stone or uh, uh -huh. silt stone over here. 
It's material. a similar thing that the thing is said to disappear. Well, specifically, it said that it fills with smoke on the anniversary of her death by fire. Yeah. I have no idea how, how accurate that is. Not even close. Probably not, no. Yeah, that's... that's, that's yeah, these, these uh, plexiglass things do tend to get filled up with condensation from yeah. time to time. Yeah, scary, isn't it? Yep. Confident, confident, dry and secure. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you're sure. Keeping that in the podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, the jury at this. Raising her hand, confident, confident, dry and secure. <laughs> um, in case you haven't realized, we're terrible people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> With a bowl of bird seed with these robins all over it. Okay. Dressed as Batman. <laughs> Got it. Can you do this for me? I can do that. Okay. It would work better if I was dead. Right, of course. Okay, so you're allowed to do this with my corpse. This is on recording. Okay. Because if, if I die, if I die sadly or stupidly, I want to make sure that that is my legacy. All right. My Batman corpse holding a bowl of birdseed <laughs> with robins everywhere. And look what we found. What did we find? Look at the plexiglass. Oh, yep. The girl in the glass. Kind of looks like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> yeah, kind of does. <laughs> yeah, it looks a lot like Jabba the Hutt. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on. Nerd. No. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I think somebody took that draw, draw me like a French girl thing. It took a little bit too far. Yeah. There's a mother and a baby. I don't think I've ever seen this one. Uh-huh. There's a uh, Francis M. Pierce. I think this uh, this might have been an old city cemetery one. This was once in Lincoln Park. Yeah. I know there's one of them kind of like this, either here or Graceland. That was uh, it is on Pamela Banos's website about city cemetery. Yeah, it's hard to hard to say what it says. I'm sure we can find that online. Horatio. Horatio Odell Stone. That's a powerful name. Yeah. Who are you, sir? I'm Horatio Stone. This is my wife, Elizabeth. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Stone. Wife to Horatio Stone. See? Powerful. Yep, the uh, Francis Pierce was originally at City Cemetery. How did you? How? I just Googled. We're back at about the entrance now. Coming up on the end. It's a nice, relaxed, nice, chill podcast. Yeah. I know you're going to edit the hell out of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you gotta admit, this is a really funny moment. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not gonna edit all of those. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. The the funny wrong stuff you have to add. Yeah. <laughs> that has to stay in. This is the most fun I've had in a long time on a podcast. Yeah. Charles Hall. Oh, Charlie. I'm at your house all the time, Chuck. Yeah. Peeking in your windows. The last person who called me Chuck ended up dead. She's still haunting the place to this very day. <laughs> Such a nice outfit he's got on in that statue yeah. there, you know. You think the cemetery would be mad at me if I added some stinkpunk goggles to him? Probably. Because, <laughs> really... Yeah, yeah, add some steampunk goggles, get like some flames coming out of the chair like he's flying on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, have a holster for for a uh, ray gun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, well, and, this is this has been Chicago Unbelievable. I'm Adam Seltzer. I'm Hector Reyes. I'm Susan Sherman. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. Check it out at MysteriousChicagoBlog.com.